0: Whoop, whoop, whoop. Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Well, Episode 54. 54.
1: As we speak, Max, uh, there's a great meeting of the minds going on on Air Force One. Kanye Kardashian and uh, yeah, Donald J. Trump are yeah. uh, exchanging great thoughts, I'm sure. I'm uh, the greatest of thoughts. Yeah, Yeah, not, uh, you know, I'm really, I'm not. How does Kanye go from being a musical genius to being a douchebag?
0: Well, I'm not a fan of uh, what he's been doing. I'm not a fan of any of that. But I'm really, you know, I'm really sick of everyone faking their shock, like every week. (gasps) He's doing this now. Oh, I'm not shocked at all. It's just so stupid. It's like, hey, guys, this has been heading in this direction for a while now. And uh Oh the
1: minute he broke bet on Taylor Swift at the award show, I thought, hmm,
0: He ain't right. I liked that, actually. But uh well now but then when you look back at it now it's kinda like, oh, who knew it would lead up <laughs> to this? No, I I actually rather liked it when he crashed award shows and, and broke that whole <coughs> uh that whole stupid... Piety know, and... Yeah, and it's just I that... I
1: want to thank my mom. Yeah, I want to thank just, God. I want to thank... Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, he was the first
0: know. one to go up and say, I wanted this award. <laughs> and I kind of... I enjoyed that, but, no, I mean, this is a completely different person Wait, what, now. Wait, wasn't he,
2: like, standing up for Beyonce or something? He... It wasn't even... He wasn't even nominated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it wasn't... Was, no, he no, was, no, no, but, 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 but that was too. the
0: Taylor Swift thing. He had previously gone up before that a couple years back when Justice won an award at, uh, a B... I think it was a BBC award or something, and, um... He got up on their thing and he said, I had Pamela Anderson in my video, fam. You can't do this. and uh, you know, he, he went off on that. So he has done this multiple times, but um I but again, he's completely changed. And obviously you're not the same person who you were five years ago, let alone ten years ago when that when that actually happened. Kardashian, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to blame them for sure. Every guy
1: who winds up in the Kardashian kind of orbit is cursed.
0: Yeah, you know, Lamar Odom. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, well, it's it, yeah. Um, it's a, it's like the Bermuda Triangle of uh, pretty women with yeah, big I'm tra- asses. I'm trying. I'm trying to gather my thoughts here. Um, it's. It's really, I think. I think people really say it's an immature thing when they say it's a curse. It's a curse, and that might be so. But the the evidence is really stacked against this family. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insane. Um, but yeah, I, I, it kind of breaks my heart at the same time. I mean, there's there's something about this guy that we all looked up to as Chicago kids. He was really the first. Chicago and in, in in my generation's mind to kind of break that wall and and say you can do it. I I would say well, Kanye. There was Lupe, Lupe and, Fiasco. Lupe Fiasco was uh, definitely Rimefest. one of them. Yeah, but they didn't compare to Kanye. They really they weren't didn't. as big. But... No, and and I'm sure Kanye took a lot of different measures, um, shady well, or not, Luke... not, to get there. But I mean, he was the well, one. Luke, no, we got Chance. Yeah, we got Chance. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick's not from Chicago. Well, we're taking him. Um, <laughs> okay, we're trading him. Vic Mensa. Him. Uh, I love Vic. Vic, oh, wow, we can talk about this. Vic's in a lot of trouble, actually. What happened? He said something about um, this rapper, uh, Ex Extension, uh, who, the r- fuck who recently that? died. He recently died. Uh, Florida rapper. Oh, wait a minute. Was this the young kid who was shot? Young guy who was shot yeah. and you know at the time i'll 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 say this at the time when he was killed, everyone was saying, "Oh, I'm so glad, good riddance, all this because he had a troubled past that's he um awful. but you know what, he did something really shitty he and you know what there's a lot of his fan base that's like a cult, and they're denying this to a tee, and I don't know what the truth is, but it's rumored that he beat his girlfriend till she had a miscarriage. Oh my god. Yeah, granted he's 17. He's in his teens. He has room to redeem himself and change, but that is a horrible thing. And Vic Mensa basically in a pre-recording as I'm told uh before he even died rapped something about him and was against this is against abuse and word got out and now his whole cult fan base is just after him and leaving him death threats and all of that. Oh, and, man. Um, I don't like that. I don't like it either. I think that, you know, Vic is a controversial figure himself. A lot of the people are saying, well, what about the things you've sing, sung about in your songs, about about your abuse to your girlfriend or whatever? And I got to say, there's a there's quite a difference between him and Extension's, you know, history. One... His wasn't in the news. He revealed his past. Vic did. Uh, I mean, he, yeah. he spoke this through art. He spoke this through saying he's apologetic about it. Yeah. All of Extensian's fan base is in denial. They're like, no, yeah. he never did it. And you know what? They so, would, but you know, they, you would they would. give death threats to his girlfriend. Oh, my God. Hasn't she gone through enough? I mean, what I got to say is I don't think there's a 100% pers- like, right thing to say in this moment. But I don't know. I mean... I stand with Vic on this one. Yeah, but you know what? And granted, anybody I Anybody who And raises I wasn't... A, any, any man who raises a hand to a woman... No, is wrong. Is fucked up. Is wrong. Yeah. Is wrong. But if you acknowledge you're wrong, then you have to give that some consideration.
1: Yeah, you I mean, he to, can redeem himself and he can, you know, better himself. Of uh, course.
0: Of course. You know, uh, yeah. Totally. But uh, But, yeah, you don't, you know... No, you don't. You don't do that by any means. I mean, by any means,
1: you, you, when you're in an argument uh, with you know your wife or your girlfriend or your, any other female, if it gets that heated, you know you put your jacket on you walk out the door and you go fucking cool off somewhere. You yeah, don't sure. Ever for sure. Ever, ever hit a woman?
0: Yeah. And this is a very this is a very tough thing to talk about, but at the same time, you know, I think. I think Vic was right to speak out against that, but at the same time, maybe the timing was a little bit off. But at the same time, if it was pre-recorded before his death, yeah, I mean, it was, I it was already in the can. But, yeah, uh, it's an interesting, it's an interesting problem. Um, I hope, I hope things. I just hope get it doesn't settled. turn
1: into it turn into a war because it's like turning a into a two-pack biggie thing. Well, it's you just know turning I mean? into a
0: lot of things where people are, you know. Are talking about this? Are talking about like both sides? Well, they they gin it and up, just, and then
1: somebody's got to do something, that, and then tragedy happens. Yeah, you know? exactly. I, mean, I just
0: hope I just hope no one gets hurt in this incident. Yeah. I hope this can blow over, and because uh, I, I
1: honestly think at the end of, at the end of the day, Vic Benz is going to be a huge
0: well, you know, cast what's so, a well, you know what? So huge shadow. You know what really pisses me off in this whole era of rap? it just doesn't stand for anything right now in terms of this i want no, to compare it, it to no it started out really politicized like public enemy and yeah uh, yeah yeah but now it's kind of it's kind of transformed into this punkish almost hair metal like Era where yeah. there's nothing important to say with these <clears throat> guys. It's fueled by, and I don't mean to be like it's fueled by drugs, but it's like it's kind of fueled by the worst drugs, which is opioids and and lean yeah. and all that. And I don't mean to. Well, you know, judge know started out at it, all.
1: You know, years ago there was a uh, an artist named Gil Scott Heron, right, and a great many rappers credit um, the revolution will not be televised with being one of the kind of seminal uh, beginnings of rap music, you know? Yeah, uh, kind spoken of
0: word. Spoken word, storytelling, yeah. you Which know. Which Kanye is very influenced by Gil Scott-Heron. Yeah. Um, and, um, and in concerts, he actually and, goes off and the, the beaten path irony and starts doing that, spoken
1: word. And the awful irony is that that's what killed Gil Scott-Heron. You know, opioids, uh,
0: yeah, you know? yeah, well, no it's I mean, I have no judgment to anyone who, no, who, who seeks who seeks these drugs out, but there comes a point where it's like I blame the marketing. I blame the yeah, people absolutely. who are behind them are saying, oh yeah, keep keep telling me. Did these you kids see that this. thing on sixty and, minutes? the guy
1: they convicted of selling like something like millions upon millions of opioids just writing prescriptions. he wrote a prescription to one guy. For something like 5,000 pills.
0: Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But, I mean, again, it's it's something that's, it's these, these rappers are just so insecure. and, And when I see like a guy like Vic, who's getting kind of like tossed to the side a little bit because he's too lyrical, he's too thoughtful, he's too controversial. It just pisses me off. Uh, I think, I
1: think he can hang on to his own. But in the
0: long run, his words are going to last. And none of these fucking guys with the dyed hair and the face heads that are so insecure and they're hiding all this stuff to seem edgy, they're not going to last.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're going to be they're going to be remembered. Yeah, how much of that seems just marketing? a lot of it is it, a lot it of, is, of it is social it is, media uh, uh, absolutely on.
2: all rap beefs are about marketing i'm sorry <laughs>
1: it is yeah. it yeah. is no
0: no it's for sure. all about for sure i mean i don't
1: the user the go that whole destructive awful uh, east coast west coast horse shit
0: that cost us both tupac and, and yeah. biggie yeah i i, I wasn't know? really you know i wasn't really old enough to see that. I wasn't, you know, I was uh, I think I, re- I was two. I remember it, you know. know? What when did when did Tupac die? 96. 96, yeah. And and Biggie died in the next year, in 97 or yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was, I, and a ton awful. of people made a ton of money yeah. off of that. Yeah. 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 Well, Sugnight,
1: Sugnight, you know. You know, what I mean, um, B- and Biggie, lot, uh, it's so it's so Dr. Ironic. Dre his last uh to be honest record which came out after, you know, uh, posthumously Was, you know, you're nobody until somebody kills you. Right, right, right. It was every time I hear that cut, I think it's like he wrote his own epitaph.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I. It sucks, man. It just sucks that, like. People kill each other. People who have messages and want to say stuff are kind of being held to the side for a little bit. So this temporary fun can happen and and look i listen to some of this music i'm guilty of it i'd turn up to it it's not it's not a big deal but when when i see people on twitter just being like nah the sales they're not selling enough records this guy sold them it's like i hate how everything art is turning into this the content market. and analytics and and it's determined by yeah, math the market it's no, so thank stupid you. yeah Tell it's me about it's it. It. it's amazing to me,
2: Max. It's always been like that, though. Not
0: not, not really to this extent. Not really. Some things some mm. things outlast time and they resonate later. A lot I, of movies have done this. A no, lot of music has done this. No, no, I, that I don't disagree with. but, yeah, well, but well, this is at, all about look at
1: the Velvet Underground
0: record. When it comes to when it comes to the present, Chris, I agree. It's always been about that. But when it comes to something like the long run we don't know. You
1: you knew Lou Reed, you know, who was a dear friend of mine. Yeah. When he was in the Velvet Underground, they cut that record, the one with the Warhol banana on the front. I love that record. Yeah, and you know what? When it first came out, nobody fucking bought it.
0: And now... I hear that Andy Warhol, and please correct me if I'm wrong, he put together this band and sort of laughed at the idea of them... Being big, and if they do, it would be like. Well, this... they were initially the
1: factory house band.
0: You yeah, know? that's how
1: the the Velvet Underground, but is started. It, but uh, is
0: there some truth that Andy Warhol didn't see anything big in them, or or if he did, it would in, be like in the a... beginning he thought he thought that they
1: would be, you know, a great musical soundtrack for the happenings at the factory. And then he began to realize that Lou Reed and John Cale and Sterling Morrison and Mo Tucker were geniuses. Nico wasn't bad of, on
0: those tracks. Not at all.
1: Nico was great. Yeah. You know, um, he, you know, you know, I mean, Andy Warhol, first of all, I think was in, in an immense egomaniac. And mm-hmm. I think he thought nobody in that tinfoil covered room was nearly as talented and visionary as he was. He was wrong. Um, mm-hmm. There were a whole bunch of musicians and actors and other kinds of writers that uh, came together at that place because it was an incubator. It was a fertile uh, atmosphere for art making. And yeah. what happened was, uh, and and you do to an extent, oh, it's a Warhol. Was oh, this for sure. combustible. I mean, that uh, that album cover is iconic. Oh yeah. Yeah, I love that album. Yeah. Cover. It's it's my favorite I'm, Andy Warhol, and I'm I'm not I'm not a huge Warhol fan. Um, I like the you know I like the weird ones, the disaster ones, the electric chair, the you know.
0: I like um <clears> I'm I'm guilty of liking uh of Warhol maybe a little maybe a little I too kind much. of now like
1: the flowers. You know, and I love the Elvis portrait and the
0: Marilyn portrait. When I was ten. We went to um, the Art Institute, and mm-hmm. uh, the Mao Zedong the gi- yeah, piece was the there, and it, yeah. it, it, there was something about it that, you know, maybe it was the tour Just guide the scale had of this it. beautiful Just way of breaking of it, it down huge, and, and saying, like, isn't this, you know, this was a very, you know, huge leader at the time, and look yeah. how... Silly Andy makes him look or something, Absolutely. and it was there was just something made him the way like she it. broke down the piece that it, made me it was really like enjoy his work. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I I like Andy Warhol a lot actually, and without Warhol, there's, use of, there's I no Velvet Underground. I, uh, yeah, there's no was, there's no Basquiat. No, 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 there wouldn't
1: have been a Basquiat. Or, in are, fact, are Basquiat, you sure, I was around back then, and I was in New York back then, and I'm going to tell you that at the time, at that time when they collaborated. Basquiat was breathing new life into Andy Warhol's career. Oh no, 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 no! I,
0: I, okay, I I don't doubt that. No, but no. but Basquiat, did he think... surface? Oh, of course. Okay, but absolutely, do you he was already
1: surfacing as a I mean... graffiti
0: guy, right? And then his art was catching on. But don't you think well, that Andy Warhol on... gave him a boost? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, as... but, but he
1: was already well on his way. Um, Rene Ricard had already written. That right. absolutely uh, he, the radiant child. The review huge. that yeah, that absolutely, he was the true guy who discovered yeah, him. Right, yeah. absolutely. But
0: but as history goes, they kind of blame Warhol you, for the and I'll most tell you part. Who had
1: nothing to do with discovering him is Julian Stabble. Well, you, you, know, you know what I
0: mean. You know what I I enjoy him as a filmmaker. Yeah, I like him as a filmmaker. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't really I don't really know I don't really know much of his art. Um, I'm, sh- I'm sure I'd like some of it. I don't- I just don't, yeah, I just but don't I, look but into it. But I mean, it.
1: back to the initial ideas, yeah, Warhol, I mean, the, you know, that whole orbit that Warhol kind of created was, uh, you know, it elevated some people, it revealed some geniuses, and it killed a whole bunch of people, it killed Edie mm-hmm. Sedgwick. It, mm-hmm. it, um, you know, he was very tolerant of uh, a lot of excess, a lot of drug use. I mean, the factory... Was one of those places that that honestly cut both ways, yeah. And a lot of people, you know, kind of lost their mind there too. Um, but I honestly uh, feel like Warhol was necessary. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't like uh, quotes by him that's you know, good business is the best art. It's like fuck you, you know. No, mm-hmm. it, it, it's not. Right. Right. But um, he liked saying things. He liked being a provocateur. He liked the idea of the mass-produced image. And there's something to that. Yeah, Uh, totally. You just don't turn it into doctrine, you know. Um, I like the soup cans,
0: you know. I always did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did spawn a lot. He, you like you said, he did spawn I like way a lot of Andrew comics, and a, lot of, stuff. a lot of a lot of a lot of shit as well, and a lot of and, yeah. and, and, and a he, lot of he, shitty imitators. I you mean, know? well, also he created he did create a horrible mentality that now kind of floats in the art world and just kind of in the oh, arts in general. Uh, that, that's that, absolutely that, you know, taken over
1: the art world.
0: Yeah, you it's, know, every, everybody it's, it's knows it's pretty lame.
1: Yeah, everybody knows what everything costs, but not a goddamn thing about what anything means.
0: Yeah, right, right. You
1: know? Every, he, he
0: he sort of gave permission to put out, you know, more brainless exactly. artwork. I, yeah, I agree uh, with that.
1: And, uh, for, you know, and he, he's kind of the guy who opened the gate for the douchebags, you know? Sure, it's like, sure. You know? But you know
0: uh, what? Uh, the douchebags Miami, have a right to make yeah. some
1: art, so... The Miami Art Fair is going to open up in, you know, like a month or so, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, for six days, these assholes pitch their tent in their fucking clown car on South Beach. Is and, it, that's uh, not
0: Art Basel, is Art it? Art Basel,
1: or... Miami, yeah. that's and It's it, yeah. it's a rolling goat fuck of a trade fair,
0: and that's what it is. A, lot of, a lot of kids my age are like, oh, I'm going <clears> to Art, <clears throat> Art Basel, and then I'm just, like, shaking my head. I'm like, dude... <laughs> That doesn't mean shit. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, you're I mean, just look, you're just going to a fair to check out art, it, it, and you're gonna and see some endless, people that are pretty parties. famous. Yeah, yeah, there are endless parties, the best food trucks in the world. Um, I've never been to Miami. That's one of those things I kind of want to visit. I hear mixed things, but I I, I can Bo- imagine I can get can, along there. You for should a little go to bit. Art Basel just once, just to see it. Yeah, I I you mean I'd I'd love to, I'd love to check it out just to see what the hype is all about. I don't think I'd, knowing me, I don't think I'd enjoy it. But I I think I, I won't go. I, I can, can see anymore. myself enjoying yeah. Miami. There's something about it that oh, I think no, I could Miami's take for a, a cool week city or, city a city or so. Yeah. Miami
1: a cool city, especially yeah. you go to like Cayeta, Ocho, Little Cuba, mm-hmm. um, South Beach when the assholes aren't there, or at least those assholes aren't there. Right. But um uh, uh, but the art fair—it's absolutely just one rolling goat fuck, mm-hmm. and you know here's this gorgeous ocean right in front of it, and all these assholes are staring at their blackberries and their phones, and yeah, uh,
0: you know. It's, well, that's what I hate I, it, about like events that have to do with art—they're awful and, and, for artists Max. and people who think they're important have to gravitate towards that. It's like, okay, you're there. And now you're just on your phone the whole time, so exactly. you can brag about being there on Twitter. You can yeah. take a picture and, and prove you you're there a, on Instagram. It, and it's and you, so stupid. Yeah,
1: and you can get a reservation in Joe's Stone Crab. And, you know, it's it, it's a bunch of people looking at each other's clothes, and it, yeah, it, it's like people watching yeah. their money go out to fuck. You know, um, (laughs) that's That's a pretty, that's a pretty great. That's that's kind of what it is. should Copyright that. Um, Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trademark that. Basel Miami Art Fair, where people go out to watch their money. Fuck.
0: (laughs) Well, speaking of, uh, Miami to, uh, to kind of change subjects, the Miami heat, Mm -hmm. they've been trying to acquire a man named Jimmy G Buckets, butler. And, and they're not uh, gonna get him. And they're they're struggling to get him. So Jimmy uh went ahead and, and uh tried to make it a little easier for the Timberwolves to trade him yesterday. And well Jimmy should just kick Thibodeau in the balls. We, uh, he loves Tibbs. Everybody. Him and oh, Tibbs are fuck. tight. Who? Him and Tibbs are tight. That's not What does he like about Tibbs? Um he they're both they're both in your face. They both wanna win. And Tibbs, Tibodeau, Who looks if, like a pissed off if, but, butcher. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> Thibodeau To all credit, develop Jimmy Butler into the the great
1: player uh, he is. And ruin Joaquin Noah and uh, Derek Rose and... Luol Deng. Luol Deng, yeah. I mean, this guy's destroyed more careers than, you know,
0: ACL injuries. You know, I... I've I've agreed with this a lot. I've agreed with this a lot and I don't disagree right now. But I have to kinda I have to kinda back I have to back up from a little perspective. Sonny,
1: I guarantee you the T Wolves are never gonna win a fucking championship.
0: You okay. Again, I don't disagree with that, but he's also he brings teams to where they need to get to and to lose in the playoffs. No, that's not true. (laughs) That's not true. That's not true. Um had it not been for that unfortunate injury to Derrick Rose, I think we were going to and a lot of people will probably think I'm dumb and and but you know, the Bulls were in the conversations for getting to the finals and getting a championship. And before Derrick had that horrendous injury
1: where he did not I even thought we were playing. going
0: to the finals.
1: Max, do you remember what the score was when when
0: he got injured? Do you? No, I'm exactly. The, yeah, no one, I, know, no I, I one knows. No one knows the exact the, I score. Do we the were, up, were up. We were up by a lot. That's not <coughs> my point. Derek my shouldn't point have been on the is, floor. my point is, had that injury not happened, I'm biased. I think we definitely go to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think we go to the finals. I think. Okay, we, I think we win, but I mean that's my biased opinion again. But I'm saying I think the narrative changes on everything. On Thibodeau, on Gar Pax, on, on everything, if, if this injury somehow just did not happen. But then you think about it and you think it was, and I'm back to Max not liking Thibodeau again, it was bound to happen. Yeah. The way he was grinding out his players, the way he was doing that, and you some reason, walking, you know, playing on two feet with planters fish—that was legendary. That was legendary and badass on Joakim's part. Man, he's, he is a true badass. I loved that. Um, there, I, what I'm saying my is, mo- my mother—I enjoyed know, my dearly departed mother—loved. Yo- I, I loved Nola. that team, and I have to give credit where credit was due. Thibodeau was a huge part of that success, and and. As much as I, I look back and say wow, he really he really grinded those players down. He he got them to a level that they might have not known they could they were capable of, including Dang and Noah, those two specifically. He was no Tex Winter. Yeah. Oh, rest in peace Tex Winter. Rest
1: in peace Tex Winter.
0: Rest in peace to Tex Winter, the the triangle Offense Absolutely. guru. Yeah. Uh and I heard something really interesting on ESPN. He was considering I, I retirement. It
1: was, I didn't know he was ninety seven.
0: Yeah, he was considering retirement in the eighties. Yeah. Before he joined Phil Jackson to win the Bulls championships and the Six Lakers championships. Bulls championships. How right. many Lakers? If he was on um the ones where Kobe was post Shaq, he he got five with them. But if he if he was just on the Shaq and Kobe teams, he got three. He three ran out of it. fingers. Oh well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I I mean, there's a lot of flack. Well, let's there's a lo- let me let me just jump on this, and then we'll go back to the Jimmy Butler story because I really want to I really want to talk about it. But I think Phil Jackson today gets a lot of flack because of what his job was on the Knicks he didn't do such a hot job even though he drafted well, he had, their he a centerpiece an owner you know well James Dolan's no He's a yeah bag. but but you know what Phil Jackson drafted their their future player in Kristaps Przingis and uh he what he tried to do is he tried to run a system with no talent and the triangle offense is really confusing for people, and if you don't have the talent to execute Absolutely. it, it's not going to work. you got to so, have the
1: horses, man.
0: Right, right. And also, he also blamed a lot of like the youth and the AAU game that doesn't teach fundamentals correctly, and I have to, I have to agree with that. But again, I, I'm not a basketball coach. I don't know where the game is going. Well, I kind of know where the game is going, but it, uh, it's, it's slowly but surely leaving the triangle. And that's sad, but it's true. But back to Jimmy Butler okay this guy back to jimmy this guy 30th pick in the draft first round 30th pick he comes into practice after weeks of not going to practice because they say okay we're going to work out a trade for you they're not working out a trade for him he's like i'm gonna go to practice he He wants to to practice he wants to play he looks at the third stringers on the bench and says we're gonna go against the starters The starters include two number one picks in the first draft in Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns. Mm -hmm. He smacks these fools with the third stringers. Then he goes up to Glenn Taylor, the general manager, and says, you fucking need me to win. (laughs) I like that. And he causes a huge riff. And uh, you know what? Maybe Jimmy Butler is not the best locker room guy, but he's certainly the most entertaining locker room guy, and I feel for him. I would get really pissed if two number one picks are not putting in as much work as I am. Absolutely. I mean, these guys, you see Carl Anthony Towns, he's playing video games on his off time. Like... Do you think Jimmy Butler's impressed by that? He's, he's not staying in shape. Or what does your Fortnite score have to do with anything to us getting to our goal, which is a championship? I, I, I would even, be so. I don't, even, I don't even
1: know what Fortnite is. What is it? It's is a it lame video game?
0: video game that people caught on to. I never played it. It's it's lame. You know um,
1: what, You know what, son? I've never played a video game in my life.
0: No, you used to play GoldenEye with me.
1: Oh yeah, that's the one where
0: you're James Bond and yeah. you're shooting. Well you'd get stuck okay. in the corner and me and Gabby would just be capping your ass.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well oh. that Yeah, I mean yeah. that was that was James Bond. He gets to he gets
0: to shoot assholes. I mean, okay. Yeah. I, I get that. Right. You get to shoot assholes in Fortnite, but I, it's not it's kind of hokey. It's kinda like kids bop. Is it like shooter up, Minecraft, or something like that, or I, I, don't know. I don't know? No, no, it's not like that. No, but. I'm just, I'm just not into video games. I'd I'm, rather read. You know what? I, I would say same, but that's, I, I, I'm just trying to look smarter than I am. I do play, I do play video games from time to time, but you play the Bulls video game. What's is that, that called? You mean the NBA video game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I play 2K. I play, but that's. That's a little different, dude. I kind of, I kind of like straying away from video games. You don't dude. play Grand Theft not, Auto not, anymore. No, I, I will though if they make a new one. <laughs> the problem is, I, like, I beat it. It's, like, I love, I love those games. Those games are amazing.
1: Yeah, your, 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 your mother had a very low opinion of me buying you Grand Theft Auto.
0: Well, I mean, I was going to go to a friend's house anyway and play it. So it's, it, you know, that's what I figured. Yeah, I don't I don't know, but I have my opinions If you about censor shit with kids, if you, you censor stuff
1: with kids, it just becomes forbidden fruit. They're just going to want it more. Yeah, probably. It's like when Nancy Reagan said, just say no, it's like drugs will kill you.
0: It's like every kid in America is like, I, get, I can't wait to take some drugs. <laughs> Well yeah, I mean I, I mean I think I think that has I think the war on drugs has a serious psychological thing with it where since it's you know not available people want to know. Oh yeah. It's a know. Fruit. Yeah, exactly. I, think, I definitely think it has that factor. A lot of people would probably disagree, but I mean I don't know. I I don't know. I mean we the most addictive thing I'm told is is nicotine, yeah. right? And, the, and it says right on the pack, the it'll most, kill you. You know, the most deaths are from alcohol yeah related uh, incidents but yeah, yeah. And it says I, right on the pack of I cigarettes
1: you're gonna fucking die you're gonna get cancer yeah and people still smoke them yeah and I was among the worst of man. I smoked until yeah. I had a quadruple bypass yeah
0: wow this this took a long long, long way from dark, Jimmy Butler yeah, yeah a a long long but
1: dark turn
0: yeah well, that's all I—that's I, all I really have to say about the Jimmy Butler thing. That really entertained me. I—I I just loved every every second. I might, make, second it, I of might that.
1: make a drawing of him just because
0: I—I like drawing his haircut. I've drawn it a few times. Jimmy But—well, yeah, we he's got a great that Bulls—that Bulls piece is overdue, man. We've talked about so many. Um, oh, I would draw obscure a, Bulls players. I, I would, that no, we, I
1: would draw him as a bull because you couldn't—you couldn't, you
0: couldn't fucking Timberwolves. Oh no, no, but you couldn't—you couldn't do like Michael Jordan. Or Scotty Pippen. I think that would be so corny. No, no. You know, no. It,
1: you know what? You, you do the guy who like never. I don't think. I don't think like Derek a Rose. Bench you do like uh, like uh, Luke, not uh, Will Purdue. You know <laughs> somebody. No. Somebody who rode the. That'd be too weird. Rode the fucking bench, yeah. you know. Although
0: uh, Will Purdue evidently was a pretty good player, right? I mean, he's a good backup. I mean, he's got three rings. He he did yeah. his job. So I I can't. I have nothing against him, but. Oh, man, but it, it, I would not be against a Derrick Rose piece, obviously. But, oh, my God, I just... No, it's got to be Jimmy Butler, This brings man. me to a new thing, man, that I'm heated about. What's that? That idiot on CSN. Uh, is, they call him Cap or whatever the hell. He's got a bald head. Um, no offense to... Easy
1: on the fucking yeah, bald guys. But, he,
0: uh, but that's the only way I could describe him. Yeah. Chris, yeah. you got some hair, bro. Uh, v- very little. I wear a lot of hats. Mostly <laughs> grows on his back, okay? Yeah, that's okay. true. Well, anyway, <laughs> this guy, um...
1: That's what happens, Max. You lose your hair and it starts growing in all this the places guy, you this don't need it to. This guy threw in a
0: poll question on Twitter and asked if Derek Rose's number should be retired. And the majority of these fans on his Twitter that follow CSN... So that demographic What's of that. What's CSN? I the majority, it's Chicago Sportsnet, the Comcast oh, shit. You can't, Sportsnet. Is this like a comment thing? These guys. Uh, you can't read the comments. Well, no, no. Well, I did, and it drove me crazy. It actually ruined, it really fucked up my night. Um, <laughs> a lot of them said no. Majority said really? no, his number shouldn't be retired. And I'm just going to come out and say, how dare you? And also, Derrick Rose was bigger than Bulls basketball it was it was a Chicago thing it was it was um it was something larger than just the game and mm-hmm. it just really upsets me first of all I think Joakim Noah's number should be retired I do too well, so she, I think also for think what those he did two the, numbers for what he did in the community exactly Derek Rose donated a million dollars to CPS
1: schools and and Joakim started an anti-violence program exactly look yeah, they were, instead of being those great basketball numbers, players, they were really great and men. For,
0: and, and also, retire Rodman by now. What the hell is everyone's problem? And if that means Horace Grant needs to get retired, then fine. But Rodman needs to get, that number's iconic. Who's going to rock 91 again on the Bulls? Just retire it. What is this What does this retirement mean? What is the measure that you need to get to? And also, everyone's argument was, he just did not have any rings. He didn't get to the finals. Jerry Sloan didn't get to the finals. Bob Love didn't get to the finals. So why are they up there? And they're both in the Hall of Fame. Oh, but they got to the Western Conference Finals when the Bulls were in the Western (laughs) Conference Finals in the 70s, twice. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Derrick Rose is the youngest MVP. He was Rookie of the Year. He was All-Star his second year. He was on pace to be one of the greatest players ever. He played
1: through absolutely horrendous injuries.
0: Well yeah, when we, when when I mean? the whole when the whole suburbanite community fucking shamed him for not playing because he didn't feel like he could he could get back on yeah, it's time a bunch to the of, playoffs. It's a bunch of where asshole. he injured himself in the first place. It's a bunch of assholes from Northbrook with their sweaters tied there around. There was their a perfect neck. tweet. Nobody hates Derrick Rose more than middle aged white guys. No, I, I just, I, I've never Sorry. had a conversation with anyone else. This middle-aged white guy loves Derrick Rose. Okay, that's fine. And Jimmy Butler, that's and fine. Joaquin Noah. I love Jimmy Butler. I love Joaquin Noah. I lo- you know, I, I even I, have some love for a soft spot. I obviously have a soft spot for this team, but I mean, to say that this guy's numbers shouldn't be retired is, is, is maddening and it's ridiculous. But I, I mean. Whatever. People have their opinions. People watch the games, I guess. I don't know what they were watching. Yeah, you really, watching, really but... steamed about this. You've yeah. been talking about this for three days. Well, it's insane to me. It's just insane. If, if anyone watched those games, like I did, all 82 of them, all the playoff games, you'd know that this guy's number should just be retired.
1: Okay, the Max and Tony Show, it is our opinion. It is Max and Tony Law. That they retired Derek Rose's number. In and
0: Joaquin. It. And Joaquin Noah. And if you can throw in Rodman. And Rodman. Go ahead. And if you disagree with us, fuck you. I agree. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, fuck you. Classic. <laughs> I'm glad that's off my chest, though. I'm really glad that's off my we chest. We just
1: got a good soundboard thing. Yeah. Listen.
0: Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we should take the. You know what's a good fuck you? What? When when uh, Tony Montana is about to blow away, uh, is it Robert Lozier? Who's Frank? Is it Robert?
1: Oh, it's uh, Robert Lozier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
0: he's about to blow him away. He goes, Manny, he says, shoot this piece of. Well, he of says shit. some. He says something. He says like you know something along the lines of "See you in hell, Frank." And he goes. Fuck you! <laughs> but it's just the most off. Or
2: when,
1: Jer- when
0: Jeremy Renner boom. when
1: Jeremy Renner has been shot in, in the, town? the town, he's yeah. hiding behind. We should get a mix of the fuck mailbox. Yous. It's a great one because they're like, "All right, come out, throw your weapon!" On. He goes, "Fuck you!" We should just get a mix fuck of them. You. We'll
0: get that the the Robert Lozier one, the chance, the fuck you. We'll just get. We'll just get. M- Oh, oh man,
1: guy. the chance one where he breaks bed on Rom and the sun times. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's such a great song. God damn, I love that song. Yeah, you know. Oh God, he. I mean, that was that was one of my favorite songs this year for sure.
1: You know, Rom is finding out that. Uh, uh, by the way, Rom handed out checks for twenty thousand dollars to all his favorite aldermen this morning mm-hmm. at this big, you know, um, you know, uh, inter inter. Politician or orgy, you know, for the reelection campaigns. Circle it's jerk. Like, just call it. Yeah, circle, circle jerk. jerk. Yeah, Daisy chain. And it, you, you, you would think, wow, you know, uh, that two hundred grand wouldn't have been put to better use by going to a public school or you know an after yeah. school program. And, yeah. You motherfucker. Well, you that, know, know like like you and Chance just pay. donated
0: a million dollars to to mental health.
1: Yeah. So. You know, as far as Ron goes, you cannot kick this asshole in the nuts enough times for me. You know, um, I, I well, suppose. Well, he's, <laughs> he's gone soon. Oh, yeah. And he's, re- uh, he's, and he's resigning in disgrace, <coughs> as he richly yeah. deserves to do. Hopefully, He Rauner's tried to break gone. the
0: unions, and the unions broke him. Yeah, hopefully Rauner's gone soon. As yeah, I'm voting for the fat guy. It was November 6th? Yep, yeah, November, November 6th. 6th. By the 6th. way,
1: you well, can also register to vote until the 21st. Is that true? Absolutely true. I thought the last day was the 9th. Nope, 21st. What happened I can, there? I don't know, but I know <laughs> Not enough people uh, registered. Uh, no. Uh, but I have a feeling that um, Ronner is going to get a freight train driven up his ass on right. November 6th. Right. And the engineer is going to be
0: uh, Chubby Pritzker. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You know. Hey, you um, know what?
2: Wait, wait a second. Let me just clarify the uh, registration because I'm, I think it's really important. Yes. Registering to vote by mail ended on October 9th, but you, the deadline to register online is Sunday, October twenty first. Okay. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Um, and and good
1: point, Chris, Tony, can we I didn't know can that. we include include a link? Yes. or they can go online. Yeah. That's well, Max's we put world, we yes. put
0: some we put some links out uh, uh on the last episode. So those links will be back and uh and shout out to uh Justin Mackey for and the open format uh for kind of starting this this kind of campaign of good uh, for of him of man. Justin Mackey's a good dude. that it was the last day to uh to register October 9th. He sent me everything. I posted something but uh you know, I'm re- I'm really, I-, I really, I really love what those guys do. They're always trying to do the right thing. And yeah, it's awesome. It's, re- it's, re- it's really awesome of them to, to do that, um, to take the time to design something, mm-hmm. a really cool design as well. I don't know who designed it, possibly a dude named Churro, who, who I wanted to get on here, but he was like, no man, I can't talk. But I was like, dude, you should talk. He's a good artist. You should check. I want to, I want to link you two guys up, um. You know what? I think I know that work. I think I know who that is. Okay. Well, yeah. well, I'll we'll, we'll show you. are right. He is good. He, you know? he, yeah, he is. If he's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, he's 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 a cool dude too. Um, but uh, yeah, but yeah, that's all I really have to say about them. But uh, you had something to say about uh an an old an old an old guy who who just passed away, a Chicago legend.
1: Yeah, he used to tend bar at O'Rourke's, which is was a le- legendary newspaper hangout. And theater, bar Mm -hmm. actors, uh, newspaper writers, Uh, the late, great Roger Ebert um, spent a great many nights and drank a great many cocktails in that bar. And Jay Kovar uh, owned it, and uh, he was uh, one of the best friends that kind of troubled people could have
0: and he was a true bartender he was you know he he was one of those old school guys who kind of took the role of yeah the therapist yeah yeah Yeah. there's not a lot of bartenders like that anymore yeah jay Jay
1: kovar was full of the kind of tough love that every bartender you know right wise you know much wiser than uh any bartender
0: actually needed, but you, to but you—you often had to do that in your bartending days. Yeah, right? yeah. When I was tending bar, at um, you know, it was—I don't see that. Yeah, like you at know? all. I yeah. mean, every now and then, you know, I see some conversation, but I don't see a lot of. I don't I see think a lot of go people... to the right place... Like, like yeah, Bruce, I, I'm sure I'm going to the wrong You know, cars.
1: Bruce Elliott has that reputation at the Old Town um, Ale House, you know, as a, as ale a guy house. who's... Yeah. do love the Ale House. Um, you know, the Ale House, O'Rourke's and Ricardo's used to be referred to as the Bermuda Triangle of Chicago drinking. Right. For newspaper guys, because they yeah. say, you know, once you crashed in one of those joints, they never saw you again. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: Well, the ale, the ale House, you can... I mean, it, there's some... The, there's ghosts in there, man. Yeah, you you, you feel the the oh, legendary atmosphere. You bet you do. You, you bet you do. Well, and by the way, it was um, an honor to get casted in Second City shows and then go there after the and, and, yeah. and feel yeah. you know and feel that and 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 be accomplished. And that's have a drink. My, that's where Michael Shannon watched the Oscars. <laughs> This year, that's awesome. Yeah, I that's think awesome. it's great. And shout out to Michael Shannon, who's always you know around the city. I saw him at the Jesus yeah. Lizard concert with Chris. He was right in front of us in the line. I heard he got up and sang. Uh, I don't not at that one. Not at that one, but um, but I mean that's, he, that's yeah, cool. he's got he's gotten up with
2: the uh, David Bowie tribute band, uh, and and he has a band of his own. Actually. Oh cool. yeah. Too. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Shannon I mean, probably are. Greatest actor right now. He's pretty city, good. You know? But the alehouse sure, is a proper sure, shithole. And, but, yeah, it is. It's, <laughs> it's a proper shithole. I love like it. Like L and L Tavern. It's not that it's shitty. Real... No, believe me, you want shitty. I've been in way, way shitty I, I, I think
0: they might have cleaned it up for 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 like my time because well, you know, I think you know, it's
1: know, way cleaned up. From what I hear, Bruce Elliott is doing a podcast now. Oh really? You know, Rick Hogan wrote a big article about it. But awesome. Jay, Jay Kovar was one of those guys. Old school. Um, and he was around uh, and, and was at O'Rourke's the years of the late 60s when a lot of the great uh, anti-war activists and journalists drank there and yeah. commiserated there. And the the great photographer Paul Sequeira, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Michael O'Sullivan. I mean, all of these guys who... who Kind of formed the crucible of the Chicago intelligentsia of the late 1960s. Um, Jay Kovar, you know, had friends there, and he was also friends with all the guys from John Cusack's theater group, you know, yeah. new criminals. Awesome.
0: So yeah, what was um, that like? The new criminals, like, was that was that like was that something? Well, was, you would you would seek out to see a lot, or is oh
1: it, yeah, was, I, I did a poster did, for them. Did you ever do any shows with them? Did no, they ever no, like I you? never acted okay. in one of their shows. Um, okay. But I mean, there were a whole bunch of real good actors. I mean, Jeremy Piven, John Cusack, Gregory Spore leader, uh
0: You know, I mean... That's awesome. I'm I'm sure I'm forgetting some. No, no, that's uh, awesome.
1: They were were terrific. Pink. What what do you um, think...
0: Is this a hard question for you to answer? What do you think the best theater in Chicago is right now? Do you think it's Red Orchid?
1: Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That Swearinger dude is... Swearinger? Yeah. Awesome. Guy Van Swearinger. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's great. I I think also there's... uh, You know, there's always Steppenwolf. I mean, they've got a great show up right now. Yeah. Downstate... Uh, written by Bruce Norris and starring yeah. our pal Fran Guinan, right, and uh, K. Todd Friedman, and it's it, it's about a troublesome subject. It's about uh, four sex offenders sharing uh, a house, you know, a halfway house wow. after being incarcerated. Yeah, I'm going to go see yeah. the show. Yeah, that's such but, a um, yeah, that's such yeah, a but thing. it's a it's a you know, I mean, Chicago, uh, you know theater is the lifeblood of this town yeah After i'd afters. like i'd
0: actually like to uh you will get don't into worry. some of that you know
1: yeah, don't worry about it uh well we'll see we'll you see we'll see where life it. takes me but anyway um uh, hey you Jake know what kovar was this guy who you know everybody looked to as like kind of an older brother slash father figure in theater and journalism I remember after the first time I sold one of my poems to Knit and Wit magazine, he uh, bought me a shot. How old was he? I don't know. I okay. mean, I imagine he was probably in his 70s, you wow. know, late 70s. Awesome. I'm a, sorry, Chris, I cut you off. Yeah, Chris, what were you going to say? Well,
2: we were just kind of talking about somebody who passed away, and Chicago lost one of its you know best trusted news anchors absolutely
1: week. warner saunders who was a friend of mine um and uh man he was 83 i had no idea he was that old um and he was uh again another guy was formed in uh, the crucible of activism and you know it was very big with the better boys foundation and You know, came out of community activism and journalism and then television journalism. And he was a gentleman and well-liked and uh, just one of those guys you could go to for moments of wisdom and uh, Warner Sounders will be missed, Uh, tall, elegant. trustworthy i yeah. mean
2: like he he was really like he was one of the few guys i saw on tv that i really trusted
1: yeah yeah that's there, always a good feeling there's a few of them <laughs> warner saunders Ron majors you know i mean they won't uh they don't make those guys anymore so on that note we're gonna say goodbye kid take us out all
0: right episode 54 thank you guys Oh, and uh, sober October is is going well for me. Thank Swimmingly. you very much. Yeah. Swimmingly
2: is that what we were supposed to talk about? No, not at all, not at <laughs> no, all. No,
0: I, I, I'd, re- I, I'd really like to talk about it. Um, in the end of it all, that's yeah. when I really, okay. really, really, really want to talk about it. So, uh, but thank you, everybody. Sober October is going great for me. Uh, see ya. Hey guys, this is Max Fitzpatrick of the Max and Tony Show. We just want to thank you guys for tuning in to our 54th episode. 54. It's almost a studio. Sponsored by Forbidden Root Beer. Next time you're in Chicago, check out their brewery on 1746 West Chicago Avenue. And drink their beer. Big shout out to Parkwalk Productions, home of the Max and Tony Show. Thank you, Chris Bat. Don't forget to check out Adventureland Gallery and the Dime Showroom at 1513 Northwestern. We are currently showing full circle by Jonathan Levan and an exhibition by Yulia Kuznetsova. Kuznetsova in the Dime showroom. Want to catch up on old episodes? Have any burning questions to ask Max? Yeah, make with the burning questions. Or that fool Tony. Go to the themaxandtonyshow.com and follow us on the Max and Tony show on Instagram. We finally got one of those, so please follow us, please catch up, and tune in next time for our 55th episode. When the